And a good morning to you. Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millar. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning. I appreciate it. Hope you're uh, enjoying the morning. Maybe by now you've already got your deer. Who knows? Could have, I suppose. Sure. Mm-hmm. Certainly want to uh, wish all the deer hunters out there uh, a good luck this season. Gosh, be safe, be well. Um, it was a pretty quiet year last year, according to the DNR, and let's hope it's uh, uh, as quiet uh, again this year, in terms of incidents anyway, not in terms of the deer hunt itself. But, um, it's, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, I got my blaze orange cap on just uh, in in honor of, of the deer hunt here, so... But uh, I was going to say that's all I've got, but that that would be, you might misinterpret that, but that, that's the only blaze orange that I have on at the moment. Let's just put it that way. Um, <laughs> but no, I, you know, and, and I, I'm, I think in some ways probably a little disappointed in the forecast here. I, I, I think I know a lot of the, the, the hunters are like, man, I wish there was just a little snow on the ground. It makes things easier to, to track those deer and. Unfortunately, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to do that. I think we're going to have a uh, fairly sunny weekend. Maybe a little dusting tonight. I don't. You know, who knows? But um, it's come down. I I thought for sure we were going to get some uh, some snow on t- tomorrow. Maybe anyway, at least a rain snow mix. Anyhow, but it doesn't even. It's it's a slight chance. Only about a thirty percent chance right now. So. Uh, unfortunately for uh, for the deer hunters anyway you might have to wait until into next week before uh, before we get a little snow on the ground and even then who knows how long it's going to last um, at least here in the lacrosse area I mean we're looking at what an inch or so and then but temperatures the next few days in the mid 40s so yeah uh, you know it's not going to really hang around all that much so might be a uh, not the, the the easiest Thanksgiving, but or deer hunting season, I should say, and do uh, as we go into Thanksgiving week here. But anyway, good luck, good luck to the hunters. I hope you do uh, hope you do really, really well, and make the uh, make the most of your your time out in the field and come away with some uh, some nice venison. And it does sound kind of good, no doubt about it. So. It's one of the things I do kind of miss about the, the fact that, that Wisconsin's not, you could just tag your deer and, and record your deer over the phone is that, you know, back in the day when I was, you know, younger, uh, you know, you, you, this, this weekend, I mean, you'd just see nothing. You'd see just pickup trucks and cars, and, you know, you'd, you'd see some, just some beautiful looking deer that, uh, that hunters got. But now you don't really, you don't really see that anymore. I kind of miss that. My, you know, that it, it wasn't a, I, I don't know if you could call it a tradition, but still it's uh, kind of, I kind of miss that. You know, you really don't see that uh, anymore now that you can just kind of do it over the phone. You know, and, and hey, I'm a technology guy. I like, uh, I like the little, I, I like the gadgets and things like that. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, it's, uh, it's pretty convenient, but um, eh, I just miss that little that little part being, you know, you're driving around or you're just, you know, out in the yard and, you know, you'd see the 
hunters coming back with the uh, with the deer and the like I said in the back of the pickup or in the trunk of the car or on the roof, you know. It's like, oh, that's a you know, and then you just kind of like, hey, that's a nice deer. So, but anyway, oh well, things change, and I guess we just have to change with them. So, uh, in a lot of ways, more ways than one. But anyhow, uh, like I said, I do want to wish uh, everybody who's headed out into the woods this weekend the uh, the very best, and please please be safe, and may your aim be true. So. Want to make sure that uh, everybody comes home safe after a uh, a successful hunt here. So, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be. Uh, and you know, I'm surprised. Normally, you might, you know, normally I kind of hear some st- when I'm out in the yard in the morning, or you know, well, I haven't heard anything yet, but or hadn't heard anything yet, but so I guess we'll have to see. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing some. Facebook pictures later today from my relatives and friends, and hopefully they'll uh, they'll be showing me some nice, uh, perhaps some nice bucks, uh, as opposed to like you know a box of fish sticks, <laughs> which 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 if I was going hunting, that would probably be what I would end up with is a uh, a box of fish sticks. It's a good thing I stocked up here for uh, the coming days. Uh, but anyhow. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyhow, so yeah, hopefully uh, you'll get a chance to to get out and maybe uh, enjoy some. If you and if you're not a hunter, and and uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't. I, I don't consider myself a hunter by any a hunter of fish. Is about as much as I want to tag myself with there. But I've got, hey, I've gone out turkey hunting a few times, and, and that's actually kind of fun. I kind of enjoy that. And but, I, but, I, but deer hunting is uh, no just. Not not gotten around to that yet, but eh, I got time. Anyhow, if you're going to go hunting fish this weekend, let's kind of shift gears a little bit here and uh, and uh, talk about that here because uh, I do want to get into the uh, the fishing report here this morning and into uh, uh, fishing conditions here. Brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma, and and of course too, don't want to overlook the fact that I'm sure it'll be uh, I'm sure it's been a busy few days here and will be a little busy as well. At uh, Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland as well on the uh, uh, in the Shelby Mall in Southside Lacrosse, they're uh, also one of the sponsors of this program here uh, on WKTY, and I'm sure they've uh, seen quite a few people here in the last several days as uh, the gun deer season in Wisconsin gets uh, cranked up here. But yeah, you know, if uh, if you want to go out and do some hunting of fish today, it probably wouldn't you know that weather, yeah, it won't be too bad. I'm gonna. See if I can get one last rake of the yard in here today and maybe uh, get out here and get a line or two in the water. Because right now, I mean, you know, hey, the, the fishing is uh, is pretty decent right now, uh, pretty much uh, across the board. Um, you know, the panfish bite's doing well. Uh, the walleye bite, hey, you know, is, uh, is still doing very, very well. We're looking, uh, we'll get to the temperatures, water temperatures here in just a... Uh, uh, a couple of moments here with the uh, with the condition report, but uh, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's not bad right now at all. Um, looks like uh, you know guys are, are catching a you know, jig and a minnow combination, or maybe you know a jigging spoon or something uh, tipped with a minnow, or or some night crawlers. 
and uh, doing pretty well with that. And again, you know, I think if if you're going to be looking for places uh, to try anyway, um, yeah, probably up by uh, uh, locking, you know, the locking dams and not having any luck up there. Maybe just you know, kind of cru- keep you know, drift downstream and find uh, find some wing dams to uh, to check out as well. But yeah, I would I would be looking up by uh, by the lock and dams to uh, uh, find some of those walleyes and you know nothing terribly uh, terribly complicated there to uh, to do that as well. And, and you know, same for Sauger uh, as well. I, you know they they kind of just go hand in hand. Um, you're not really going to do anything too terribly different there. So you can do uh, do fairly well, I think, right now with uh, um, and and you know you certainly get your places to check out anyhow and. You know, Dresback or Trempolo or down to Genoa or any of those places. Yeah, you'll do. Uh, I think you'll do all right. Uh, as far as the uh, as far as the panfish bite goes, um, it's all it's good. But um, maybe the only thing that's been a little bit tough. I haven't heard a whole lot anyway about uh, the perch bite. Uh, that's uh, been a little quiet. They're okay. Um, Catching a few, but uh, um, nothing terribly, uh, you know, not not in large numbers. Um, and it looks like uh, folks are finding them, uh, you know, along uh, brush piles and weed edge lines, uh, you know, in some of the side channels and sloughs and some of those back channel places uh, as well where there's, you know, just a little, maybe just, a, a you know, just off the current a little bit there. Um and again, you know, probably jigging a, a like a crappie minnow, something along those lines, um, which will also surprisingly catch you black, uh, <laughs> catch you some, uh, uh, catch you back some nice uh, some nice crappie as well. Uh, they're still uh, st- still fairly active at this point here. We're uh, we're doing all right. Hasn't you know in terms of the conditions and we'll, like I said, we'll get to that in a minute. It doesn't haven't really changed a whole lot here in the last uh, uh, the last week. So you know, kind of the things that we were talking about then, you know, fishing the minnows and fishing those same kind of places. Hey, as long as the uh, the you know the food supply is there for them, those fish really aren't going to move around a whole lot. So if you got a chance to find some fish last weekend, you know, maybe you're, you're the first place you should try is is back to where you you know originally started at. Uh, where you originally were last weekend, and you know, um, I, I don't know if those fish are going to be uh, moving an awful lot or not. Obviously, if the food sources move, then well, then you're going to have to do the search all over again. But yeah, it just uh, I, I think I would just stop in to, uh, you know, Ace or wherever, and or uh, go see Don out at Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma, and go get some nice minnows, and then. Uh, Go out looking around for some of those uh, crappies or perch, uh, and as far as the uh, the bluegill bite goes, um, they're kind of in uh, they're kind of getting in their winter positions. If they uh, if they're finishing up that, if they haven't finished it already, um, and again, you're fishing um, and looking at my notes here or whatever, uh, the word slow kind of pops out at me here because um, again, that's something that you're you're going to have to maybe get a little more uh used to uh as we we go along here and we start to get a little closer to ice fishing season is just slow that presentation down a little bit and not really uh necessarily be as aggressive in terms of of uh you know moving that 
moving that bait around a whole lot. Um, but, uh, you know, just a little chunk of night crawler and you're fishing off the, uh, fishing a little bit, eh, not just kind of off the bottom anyway, uh, working along some of those, uh, weed bed edges and, um, places along those lines for, uh, uh, for the bluegill. And, and I think you'll find them, you know, in some, uh, uh, I, you know, places like, you know, some down trees and places like that. Uh, those are always, uh, always good places to check out. And again, you know, you can just kind of, you know, maybe get the long pole out and just kind of dip in there and, and with the, uh, with the line. And like I said, a uh, hook and a little split shot, a bobber, nothing complicated there. And, uh, just, uh, kind of let, uh, let those fish come to you. Um, but again, uh, you know, so you got some you got some places there to uh, to check out too, and also you know maybe think about uh, you know looking for those places where you know the sun's going to be hitting that a little bit, maybe warming up, finding maybe just a little bit warmer water, and again some of those backwater areas that are a little bit more shallow um, will probably tend to warm up a little bit more. And again, uh, and when I say that, I ref- you know we're talking a, a couple of degrees. We're not you know. The difference between say maybe forty and or forty three and forty five, not a whole. It doesn't seem like a whole lot, but it it can be a little bit. Uh, it can affect the fish. So uh, something to uh, to think about there. So yeah, just uh, uh, keep fishing along in there f- with the uh, with the worms and you know get some uh, get some nice crappie minnows in there, and I think you'll do all right with the perch and the the crappie as well. Uh, and seeing just uh, uh, um. Report here too for uh, for largemouth. Um, they're still doing well, and uh, it says here is water temps cool, slow presentations down for bass in uh, backwater lakes. Yeah, you're just kind of you know that water is cooling down. Their their metabolisms are kind of slowing down a little bit. We're getting into that uh, uh, winter mode. So yeah, you know you're you're just not needing to be as aggressive with uh, with your presentations and. Uh, uh, than than you normally would earlier in the year when the water temperatures were a little more uh, uh, conducive to being you know to to keeping the fish a little more active and a little bit more uh, hungry, if you will. So, excuse me. <clears throat> um, so that's uh, there is uh, there is that as well. Um, so. You got that to you know. You got got plenty of plenty of fish to go after this weekend here. And uh, in terms of conditions, you know, I don't think uh, things have changed a whole lot since uh, since last week's uh, show. Anyway, uh, we're sitting at about six one right now in terms of the uh, the river stage here in Lacrosse, and uh, I don't think that's varied a whole lot here. And as far as the water temperature goes. Uh, maybe we've come down a couple of degrees. We're kind of sitting in the, the lower forties right now. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, 41 in Trempeleau, 42 in Dresback, 41 down in Genoa, 43 in Lynxville. So yeah, it's, uh, um, uh, I get, you know, I guess maybe it's come down a degree or two now that I think about it, but, uh, um, yeah, it's still, uh, Still in that optimum range there, where where the fishing is still pretty good, but you know that uh, we're we're kind of getting to that point where we're gonna just kind of have to wait then until uh, 
ice fishing season kicks in. So, but yeah, you know, I, I think today would be a great day to get out there and do some uh, do some fishing. The weather is uh, going to be fairly nice, and um, I, you know, I I think uh, I think the fish might be a little more active a little later in the afternoon. There as uh, maybe as that front kind of starts to uh, roll in here, and you know, uh, maybe even think about getting out uh, a little bit tomorrow morning. You know. If it's uh, if early, if it's uh, if it's not doing anything, but uh, um, right now too, the other thing uh, hasn't changed a whole lot in terms of the uh, the flow. Maybe up just a little bit now that I I, I look at the uh, list here. Anyway, it's about uh, forty two in uh, Dresback, forty seven in Genoa, uh, Tremple is at about forty one. So it's come up just a little bit in terms of. Flow if not, the more I think about it here, but uh, um, again, that's uh, just one of the few variables that I think has really changed a, a great deal here in the uh, uh, in the past week or so. So, but uh, again, the conditions report brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. Stop on out and see Don. He'll get you. Uh, he'll get you taken care of there. And I didn't get a chance to give him a buzz this morning, but I would be willing to bet that the uh, the walleye bite's not doing too bad out at Pete and Well there and. Uh, Lake Toma might be uh, all right for uh, uh, for the panfish bite there. So stop on out if you're out in that way, and he'll uh, he'll get you if you need anything. He'll get you taken care of with that, and then he will uh, be more than happy to share where some of the uh, some of where some of the good spots are in terms of the uh, the bite this weekend. So not uh, yeah, doesn't sound like a bad bad trip out that way no not at all not at all so anyhow uh that is the uh fishing report this morning here on wkty outdoors it is uh, coming up on 8 25 i'm going to take a short break and come back in just a few moments with uh, with more i know thanksgiving's coming up but we'll talk a little christmas here in just a couple of moments on wkty 96.7 fm 580 a.m Out in the woods, there's an element of calmness, a sensation unlike anything else. When you're out there, you're in the moment. And when it's gun deer season in Wisconsin, there's no place you'd rather be. Waiting for silent movement takes patience, humility, and appreciation of the land, of the hunt. It's tradition for your family. It's also tradition at Ace Sportsland of La Crosse. Not only do they offer all the hunting gear you need, they use it too. Share your love of the outdoors. Ace Sportsland in Ace of La Crosse, Mormon Cooley Road. As kids, you spent your autumns bobbing for apples. While you were belly up to that trough, I was hanging off the side of a boat bobbing for fish. I never did catch one, though. Years later, some guy tells me to go to Roscoe's Live Bait. They helped me find a pole, tackle, and a whole bunch of other goodies, too. Wouldn't you know it? That made fishing a whole lot easier. Fall fishing is even better when you don't fall in. Cast your line as the air cools with Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. Stop in to get the gear you need and to find out where they're biting. Roscoe's. It's where everyone goes. 
local and national sports, news and updates, information you can't get anywhere else, plus a full line of WKTY podcasts. It's all at WKTYsports.com. Sign up for the WKTY Sports Blast, courtesy of Blue Honey Biofuels, and absolutely free sports information email once a day on our website, WKTYsports.com. Check out old high school games in high definition, WKTYsports.com, the best local and national sports site you can find. If you're a fan of Wisconsin sports, then don't miss the Bill Michaels Show on WKTY. From border to border, we've got Wisconsin sports covered. Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks. We'll bring you the latest on your favorite team along with expert guests. And we'll make some time for your opinions as well. Just give us a call. The Bill Michaels Show, weekday afternoons from 11 to 2 on Western Wisconsin sports leader, WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. My name is Bryce Crowley. I'm a design consultant, project manager for Kitchen Solvers. And I'm Jim from SignPro. We've got both vans that we that we use to operate. Yeah, they're both wrapped. Good design is something we really appreciate. We've got big graphics on them, big colorful kitchen pictures that draw people's attention. And we have people call all the time, yeah, we saw your van. We want you to come look at our kitchen. So. You know, Bryce, you bring up a really good point. You don't need a huge fleet to make vehicle wrapping effective. You have two vans wrapped but they still really impact your image. Image is everything when it comes to a business. Get compliments on them all the time. A good vehicle wrap is an investment in your business. Most definitely investment. We get calls frequently that people saw our van and and that's how we get the word of mouth. Our two installers, yeah, they're in there every day, so it's pretty much home for them. Being able to to look sharp going down the road is, is important to them. So to upgrade your company image and your mobile office, you know where to go. Go to a pro. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you for joining me on the program this morning. Brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma and Ace of Lacrosse in Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland in the Shelby Mall on the south side of Lacrosse. And mentioned going into the break here, wanted to talk a little bit about Christmas. Yeah, I know it's we got to get through Thanksgiving first, but you know, and I'm starting to see. And I I got a flyer the other day from the folks down at Cabela's there and the Bass Pro Shops folks, and so yeah, it's like. There were some decent deals in there too, but uh, hey, that's that's beside the point. Um, but no, it was it, it it got me to thinking. In uh, excuse me, got a tickle in my throat this morning in here. And uh, uh, but no, like I said, you know, Christmas is only a little better than a month away now, I guess. And um, you know, to my way of thinking. This is a great time to help get your child, niece, nephew, grandchild, neighbor, kid next door, whatever, interested in the in the sport of fishing and in the outdoors, for that matter, as well. But we'll, we'll focus on fishing here for the moment here. Because, um, I mean, really, uh, you know, I look back here on uh, my lengthy time here so far, but, yeah, some of the, the best times I had as a kid when – 
were spent with my dad and, and my family fishing like at Lake Nishanik or over at Vets Park in uh, West Salem there, or even the, going ice fishing a couple of times out on Lake on Alaska. How my dad put up with it, it, patience was, <laughs> anyway, but, you know, I was being a kid. But, yeah, you know what, and it didn't matter if I if we caught anything, and, you know, a lot of times it was the uh, the the massive three-inch bluegills. Um, <laughs> but, uh, hey, you know what, it was great. Although I did catch a nice bass once ice fishing. It was... Uh, it was probably, you know, and, and when I look at the, you know, it was probably maybe a pound. But, you know, hey, to a kid, it was huge, you know. It, it was like a monster. Um, but, no, it was, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. And, of course, you know, time passes. You get older, and, and I'm now much older. And um, my dad's unfortunately not here anymore. But, um, you know what? I still get that excitement when I catch a fish. Even if it's just a, a, you know, even if I'm still catching the the three inch bluegill, <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, I got a fish, you know. So, um, but that, you know, that was something that was instilled in me when I was a kid, you know. So if if you know of a child that that, you know, has some interest in learning about the outdoors, learning about fishing, you know, this is the time when, you know, when you can get them some of that stuff. You know, get them some of that basic equipment for a, a trip on the water, either, you know, maybe either ice fishing this winter uh, or uh, or open water come springtime. You know, I mean, that's just fun stuff, you know. And, you know, yeah, the, the, the thing, the, the biggest thing for me, though, uh, with that, and, and it, it's a lot of fun getting that kind of stuff for uh, for Christmas gifts. There's There's no doubt about it. Uh, make sure the, the biggest thing I want to kind of, and I'm going to be preach is probably the, the easiest word to use, but anyway, but yeah, the, the biggest thing I want to say is, you know, we've all seen those, you, you go to the store and you see those, those little kits for the, the kids. And, um, while they're fun to play with for the, for the really young kids, they just, you know, they're not built to last. They really aren't. You know, so if you if you want to get a kid started right in terms of fishing, you know, go to Ace, you know, go see Don, whatever, and um, and and simply, hey, I want to get some fishing tackle for a young kid to get him interested in the sport of fishing. Help me out here, and you know, go down there and and uh, you know, hey, maybe you know what. Take the kid along as well, you know. Then that might uh, might be helpful as well. But you know, show them the different rods, show them the different reels, show them all the tackle. Uh, talk to them about the differences in terms of like you know, uh, spinning or spin cast or bait casting reels, all that stuff. Um, but the thing is, you know, be age appropriate. You know, I've, I've got a grandnephew who, of course, is the cutest child ever to live on the planet, uh, ever in all of history whatsoever. Um, bar none. Um, okay, well, maybe that's a little exaggerated, but anyway, he, he's a darn cute kid. Um, you know, but <laughs> he's he's young, you know. So uh, a, a, a seven foot graphite 
spinning rod with a spin cast reel probably isn't, you know, maybe not quite that appropriate for him or whatever. But you know what? There are, there is equipment out there that would work for him uh, for a while, you know. Um, but yeah, it, you know, there are those little toy sets that, you know, can get a child interested in fishing as well. And, and you know, yeah, they're, they're, they're out there or whatever, and you can spend some money on them, but eh, man, um, and, you know, and if you want to get them, you know, if you've got a really young child and, and yeah, maybe get them one of those little toy sets or something like that, that might be, you know, a good way to get them introduced to it or whatever. But if they're a, a little bit older and, you know, four or five, whatever, you know, and you want to get them interested, really interested in real fishing, um, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, I found one online that, you know, it's one of those little sets or whatever. And, you know, for a young kid anyway, you know, for someone like, you know, my grandnephew, uh, you know, but, you know, and it's got the little vest and the, the fishing rod with the little worms with the magnets and, you know, that kind of fun thing. Uh, that's that's one thing, you know, playing with barbed hooks, eh, probably not the probably not the best idea. Um, you still want to, I still want to be kind of the, you know, the cool uncle uh, and, and barbed hooks. The parents really know that that's not a, not a good thing. Uh, but yeah, like I said, when the child gets a little bit older, you know, find that appropriate fishing gear. There's stuff out there. And, you know, uh, skip those cartoon character fishing rods and things like that. Again, they're just not, they're not going to last. And uh, the thing you, you know, you just don't want to do is buy something like that, that you're going to, ha- you're going to be fighting with, you're going to be struggling with, the kid's going to be struggling with, they'll get frustrated and, and it just isn't going to be any fun. So yeah, get them something that, that is reasonably priced, but still reasonably good. Um, you know, yeah, it's, it's probably ultimately going to get trashed, but you know, I think it's better to start a child off with some, you know, real equipment. Um, they could start to get used to what it's like on the water. You know, you know, if they're not having to fight with the fishing rod all the time, you know, as they learn and understand it or whatever, um, you know, they can enjoy it more. They can get more passionate about it. And, you know, you're not going to be having to, you know, deal with a rat's nest of tangled line all the time, you know, um, but yeah, there are youth models out there that that you know are only a few bucks more than the the cheap kids models, and uh, you know, for example, I, I you know Shakespeare makes a youth spin cast combo. It's a four foot six inch fiberglass rod with, uh, and you know, and I just like I said, I haven't put my hands on it to to really tell, but you know, something like that, you know, that wouldn't necessarily be a bad starter kit for a kid. You know, it's like, you know, under 20 bucks, you know, looks like a fun little panfish reel, which is perfect for, uh, for what you're likely, you know, targeting your, your, you know, for a child that age, um, kind of reminds me of the little, uh, Zebco rods and reels, uh, my sister and I got when we were kids back <laughs> many, oh my God, ah, probably what half century ago. Something like that. Still got them. I still have them. You know, she's not getting hers back. I'm keeping it. 
It's no, anyway, but anyway. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, you know, and uh, although I have to say back back in the day there or whatever, when they built that stuff, that stuff, even though it was probably relatively inexpensive back then, it, it was a little more durable, a little more built to last. Um, I could probably, without too much effort, get that thing up and running, which would be actually probably kind of cool. I'm going to have to do that now that I think about it. But anyway, um, yeah, because back in the day, we didn't have those little plastic cartoon fishing combos back then, though. Um, you know, the, the, the thing is, it was durable. And, you know, maybe you've got, and, and maybe too, you know, you've got some old gear that uh, you're really not using. Uh, that would work too, you know. That might even be actually, you know, cooler for the kid. You know, it's like, wow, real, you know, I'm getting real adult gear that somebody's, uh, that somebody's given me. This is the real stuff, you know. It'd be a big step up from the uh, little cartoon rods. But, and actually, I've got some of that stuff too, so that it's, it's not terribly out of that. That's one of the reasons why I was thinking about it. It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, you can, and let's be honest here, if you're a fisherman, you know, you probably have some extra gear laying around that, yeah, you just, <laughs> we all, you know, you can admit it. It's true. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I could go into, uh, uh, into my little, uh, fishing area down there and, and, uh, it come up with, uh, <laughs> well, at least a couple of combos <laughs> anyway. Um, certainly, uh, Probably a little bit more, but and I know I got the run, uh, the, the 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 tackle and, and lures and things that that won't be a problem. The the you know, but the only thing maybe that I would need would be the reel. Uh, I think I got just about everything. God knows I got enough line, I got enough lures, I got enough tack. You know, so <laughs> I think you know, and, and and I know there are folks out there uh, that are going, hey, yeah, I could, well, yeah, I could, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. I got, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, point is uh, that uh, getting age-appropriate equipment, you know, the real thing can help give a child a, a quality fishing experience and, and, you know, help get that child interested in the sport of fishing, you know, and to kind of go along with it too. Uh, you know, of course, you know, spending time with a child doing activities such as fishing is a pretty good reward in and of itself too. You know, and, and, you know, on, on days when, you know, Hey, you know, if it's going to be rainy, windy, crummy weather, you know, tomorrow, Hey, you know, good data to maybe, you know, for example, uh, show them how to spool up a reel, you know, show them some different knots, things like that. Cool things that, uh, that are practical. And again, uh, um, something that you can, Use all your, you know, your entire life. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've, I've still got, you know, still got the fishing gear from, uh, from 50 years ago. So yeah, I, I, I think I might be kind of hooked on fishing. So that, you know, something to, uh, something to think about. So yeah, just like I said, if you're going to get something, get fishing tackle and stuff, uh, for the kid that, you know, kid or kids, um, yeah, just, you know. You get what you pay for, you know. If you spend ten bucks or whatever it is, these I haven't even I priced these things out lately in the store, but um, you know, you get what you pay for. If you you want to, you know, buy inexpensive stuff, 
you know, the, the, I hate to say cheap plastic stuff, but you know what I mean? You know, um, yeah, you, you, it may not be the best, you know? And like I said, you know, stop in at, at, you know, someplace like Ace or someplace like Roscoe's and ask them, hey, look, I, I've got a, a, a niece, nephew, grandchild. Um, he's, you know, going to be four, five, six, whatever. And I want to get him decked out with something for fishing, you know, to take him fishing. So, you know, they're more than happy to, to help you with that stuff. And again, um, Really, seriously, you're not going to spend that much more money, and ultimately, it'll save you time, it'll save you hassle, and I think, too, that, I mean, with just the, the quality, you know, you buy some quality stuff, um, it's going to last a whole, much, a whole lot longer, so you're, you know, you're spending a little money now to save, save a bunch of money and some time later. Yeah, that's it's, it's a worthwhile investment, so anyway, that's just kind of my thoughts for, uh, for Christmas stuff here, and uh, just something to think about here as we uh, we get towards well, I guess Black Friday is next Friday, so uh, and I know the sales are starting next week already if they haven't already. I guess they kind of already have uh, this year anyhow. So anyhow, uh, it's something to think about. It is eight forty three. I'm going to take a break and be back with more of WKTY Outdoors in just a couple of seconds here on WKTY ninety six seven FM five eighty AM. WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask. This TPPSA is brought to you by Craps. Remember, in these trying times, it's up to each of us to keep a responsible amount of ass paper supplies. Or craps. Every day, thousands of underprivileged and underprepared fannies go unwiped. 30 rolls is one thing. 300 rolls is another. Don't be a butt glut. Before you take a crap, give a crap. Midwest Family Entertainment. I'm Brittany Stiles, the manager of Midwest Family Entertainment, and I would love the chance to chat with you about your big day. We want to be there for it. All of it. A lot of the process is pre-planning to be sure everything goes as smoothly as possible, and that's where I come in. We'll work together closely to make sure you get everything you want for your dance, dinner, music, ceremony, whatever you envision. Let's make it happen. Visit our website and click on reservations to connect with me. MidwestFamilyEntertainment.com Out in the woods, there's an element of calmness, a sensation unlike anything else. When you're out there, you're in the moment. And when it's gun deer season in Wisconsin, there's no place you'd rather be. Waiting for silent movement takes patience, humility, and appreciation of the land, of the hunt. It's tradition for your family. It's also tradition at Ace Sportsland of La Crosse. Not only do they offer all the hunting gear you need, they use it too. Share your love of the outdoors. Ace Sportsland in Ace of La Crosse, Mormon Cooley Road. Hi, I'm Jim from SignPro, and we have solutions to a problem we're all dealing with. All business owners. How do you keep your customers and your employees safe? You need a way to stop the spread of contagions while not interfering with your day-to-day business. You know, I think this message could use some happy music. That's better. At SignPro, we have stands with touchless infrared thermometers and touchless hand sanitizer. 
There's a sign holder on top to create a custom message with your logo. We also have freestanding sneeze guards to help you make transactions as safe as possible. We can do some custom sizing on those too. So let us help you keep your employees and your customers safe and keep your business humming. You know where to go. Go to a pro. Sign pro. Local and national sports, news and updates, information you can't get anywhere else, plus a full line of WKTY podcasts. It's all at WKTYsports.com. Sign up for the WKTY Sports Blast, courtesy of Blue Honey Biofuels, and absolutely free sports information email once a day on our website, WKTYsports.com. Check out old high school games in high definition, WKTYsports.com, the best local and national sports site you can find. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It's 847 and WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma and by Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland in the Shelby Mall on the south side of Lacrosse. And uh, talking a little bit earlier about uh, the, the start of the uh, gun deer season here in Wisconsin, and uh, it's it certainly here, looking at a, a story this morning here, too, that um, it does appear that there's going to be more hunters in the woods this season, um, which, uh, according and according to the DNR, and I'm trying to remember, what was it? It was like oh, 580, 580, 590,000 or so licenses were sold last year, and, and this year they said that uh, license. License sales are up about 10%. Um, so, you know, over 600,000 licenses sold. Now, I, again, I'm sure probably not everybody is all in the woods all at the same time, but, you know, it's uh, it's certainly something that has uh, has taken off here, uh, w- especially with the uh, with COVID and all that as well. Um, uh, the DNR is saying that they've seen an increase in hunting and fishing licenses, uh, and just from my own sort of anecdotal experience anyway, whenever I've been out <clears throat> going to some of my little favorite fishing spots uh, or, you know, just dropping in over at uh, Pettybone there, uh, which is, you know, my little panfish spot that I kind of like and enjoy going into, um, I think there were, you know, certainly during the uh, – uh, when the weather was nicer, of course, uh, I definitely think there were more people out fishing, um, and uh, I definitely think there were, there were larger numbers. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me here in terms of fishing licenses, um, but uh, um, DNR is saying that um, you know there were there was an increase in in state park visits and fishing license sales, you know, spiked over the summer. Um, and, and one of the things they were saying, and, and it certainly makes plenty of sense anyway, is that, uh, you know, more people just because of everything that was going on, trying out some new things that, uh, that allowed them to, uh, do so, uh, safely social distancing wise and, and, uh, all that, that sort of thing as well. So, and, and, you know, hunting is kind of no, 
uh, hunting kind of goes right along with that to uh, to a certain extent. You know, you're sitting in a, uh, a tree stand or a blind or whatever, uh, probably by yourself, maybe with another person that lives in your household. Um, you know, but you're you know it's it's you know for fishing for me anyway. You know, fishing it's a it's a solitary sport. Hunting, yeah, very similar to that as well. You know, um, and uh, you can just kind of get away from people and things like that. So, yeah, going to the deer camp probably isn't the wisest thing in the world, but you know, it's uh, when you know out in the field. Yeah, I think uh, you certainly have a have an opportunity to uh, to do some social distancing and. Uh, Outdoor recreate, get a little exercise, and uh, hopefully uh, bag a deer or catch a fish or two and go from there. So, interesting, interesting. I'll be curious to see. I, uh, it'll be interesting to see if, if the numbers are uh, are up in terms of the, the harvest this year or not. Um, I haven't seen any preliminary numbers. Come on, taking a quick peek here. I haven't seen anything... Uh, as far as uh, numbers go for the uh, Minnesota hunt, if that's gone up as as well, but uh, uh, and they may not have released them yet either. But anyway, that's uh, it, just uh, it'll be interesting to see if the harvest goes up this year or not. Uh, and <clears throat> one of the things just found this on the DNR site here, and and um, I'm going to have to ask somebody who's a hunter or whatever uh, whether or not this is possible. But it says here, you know, be sure of your target. Deer hunters reminded to watch out for elk or moose. Um, and then they have a, a picture here on the website of a, a very nice looking uh, uh, buck and uh, and then uh, an elk. Um, and if you've ever seen an elk, we won't go to the moose there because if you can't tell the difference between a moose and a, a, a deer, you probably shouldn't be out in the woods to begin with with a weapon. Um, unless, of course, you're going for a moose hunt, then, well, that's a whole other issue. But if you're deer hunting and can't tell the difference between a moose and a deer, um, yeah, you shouldn't be in the woods. Uh, but elk, yeah, same thing. Um, and, you know, I've seen some pictures of some of the... Uh, uh, elk that are up by uh, Jackson County, and certainly I know there's a, a big herd up by Wisconsin or up in northern Wisconsin as well. But yeah, there's a nice uh, uh, elk herd that uh, is roaming around the the Jackson County area as well. And I guess there's about 400 or so of them in the uh, in the state, but um, they're spreading out a little bit too. But yeah. Um, just be sure. I, I guess maybe the ultimate less note here is like be sure of your target. Um, there's a uh, there is a difference there, um, and then the DNR also kind of talks a little bit about uh, you know an elk calf is actually about the same size as a, an adult doe, um, and certainly uh, there is that, but. Uh, Elk have a short tail. Deer have a long tail with a white underside. Um, and certainly uh, there isn't a big difference. There's a big difference between the, the uh, uh, between a bull elk and a, a buck deer. Um, and 
Wow. Uh, if you've ever seen a uh, elk with a, a full set of horns, man, uh, that's uh, that's impressive to see. But, yeah, just uh, just be careful. And, and the DNR does say, too, that, I mean, they haven't, you know, there really aren't a ton of moose, certainly not in our area anyway, but up in northern Wisconsin. Eh, they see a, a few up there every year. Um, but, yeah. I, again, ultimately here, I think what they're wanting to do is just be sure of what you're shooting at and be sure what's beyond what you're shooting at as well. So uh, it is uh, 8.54. Take a break. Come back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors. It's uh, coming up on 8.55. You're listening to WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. As kids, you spent your autumns bobbing for apples. While you were belly up to that trough, I was hanging off the side of a boat bobbing for fish. I never did catch one, though. Years later, some guy tells me to go to Roscoe's Libate. They helped me find a pole, tackle, and a whole bunch of other goodies, too. Wouldn't you know it, that made fishing a whole lot easier. Fall fishing is even better when you don't fall in. Cast your line as the air cools with Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. Stop in to get the gear you need and to find out where they're biting. Roscoe's. It's where everyone goes. This week is Menard's last 11% rebate sale of 2020. Stop in for great savings. Get quality drinking water in your home with an undercounter water filtration system from Watts. It reduces lead, chlorine, and odor from your water. $64.99 after 11% rebate. Stop in the Menards for the last 11% rebate sale of 2020. Savings are good until November 25th. Savings are mail and rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. If you're a sports fan, you can't afford to miss the Dan Patrick Show on WKTY. My last year in college, we had a TV station. Some of my some guys I knew were the sportscasters on the Southern Illinois University campus TV station. They were basically modeling themselves after you guys. Oh yeah. I mean, everything was. Not boom goes the dynamite, but they were trying to come up with something like uh, sit right here and uh, sit down, you know, and someone would get struck out. Yeah, I don't. We're given a lot of credit, but then we deserve a lot of blame. A lot of people model. Every sportscaster or every wannabe felt like, hey, I got a great catchphrase. And I said, well, do you know sports? Can you write? How do you hook? Can you, how do you sound? And then they look at you like you're crazy. No, I got a, I got a catchphrase. Cowhide joyride. I went, <laughs> All righty. You could probably be on ESPN News, maybe not on SportsCenter, right? Don't miss the Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings 9 to 11 on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. If you like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. If a fighter loses by decision, he has to stand in the middle of the octagon while the sound system plays a thundering booming rendition of finish him while the winner gets one shot on the loser and to all those armchair virologists take a pill why don't you weenies go back to baking bread or putting puzzles together sincerely setting up a speakeasy crossfit gym Hoarding protein powder. Stimulus check fraud. Tap out. Don't miss the Jim Rome Show weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY. Roll and I'll just feel something. 
WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Tilma and by Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland in the Shelby Mall on the south side of Lacrosse. Got just a couple minutes uh, again to uh, uh, go here before the uh, end of the show here. So, uh, again, just uh, want to remind you, if you're uh, if you're headed out hunting, uh, by all means, be uh, be safe if you're you're headed out there. Don't uh, don't overdo it, you know. Just uh, be careful and be smart about what you're doing. And once you uh, once you're on again, it was a very safe year last year, and hopefully again that uh, this year will be uh, more of the same. But uh, certainly, uh, want you to get out there and enjoy the uh, the nice weather. Yeah, I get it. It's uh, this weekend isn't going to be the I guess optimum for uh, for deer hunting, but uh, on the whole. Yeah, it's you know, for for folks that aren't necessarily deer hunters, want to get out and enjoy maybe a little fishing. Yeah, not bad at all. I guess regardless, if you get the opportunity to get outside and spend some time outdoors, get a little fresh air, do so. It is uh, a beautiful time of year to be outside. Certainly want you to uh, to enjoy what we've got around here because we've got. Uh, Plenty of opportunities to uh, enjoy nature in a lot of different ways. So whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, camping, uh, boating, what have you, yeah, get out there and enjoy it. And of course, as always, if you get the opportunity to take the kids along as well, please do so. Teach them the joys of the outdoors. Time to go. Thank you again for listening today to WKTY Outdoors. We'll see you next Saturday. Your station for sports. WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM.